Welcome to the Footy Museum and the Footy Museum podcast. As you can see, Maria was in Sverg. Sverg, yeah. Sverg, yeah. How was your trip? It was great. I don't know how to say that in Swedish, but it was great. I learned one Swedish word. What What was it? Sverg? It was, hey. (laughs) (laughs) No, I learned a few more than that. Just hey? Well, that's how you say hi. Oh, hey. Just hey. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone's pals. Nothing much happened here other than um, the fire cemented Mm. their legacy as the worst possible team in the league once again missing out on the playoffs. All they had to do is win one of their last remaining two, and they just laid down. It was bad. Painful. So they are a complete mess. And I don't know what to say, really. You know, some people are like, oh, this team owner, I hate it. It's just like, (laughs) if you want people to care, you better start we doing just, something. We just bought our season pass. Oh. <laughs> we, hey. we got our rebate from the Miami game and we went for well, it. We bought season tickets. I have a season pass too. Where's your seats? I have 210, I want to say. Oh, you went to the second level. Yeah. Well, we did just go to Sweden. So. <laughs> well, we are now all glutton for punishment next year. Can't wait to see you at the Miami game. Um, <laughs> and actually, there's some, there's some people this last week were... This is from the Daily Herald, our friends at the Daily mm. Herald, which is kind of a suburban-y Chicago. It's not really a Chicago newspaper. It's more suburban-based, um, suggesting that maybe they should, uh, MLS, to just fold the fire and start mm. over, much like they did with Chivas USA and Los Angeles making way for LAFC. So keep a franchise in Chicago, but get rid of the fire and start new. But what why? Why not just like, I don't know. There are other ways to inject new life without starting fresh yeah i think it's and we're going to talk about this a little bit later i think mls has an obsession with launching new clubs because mm-hmm. it's fun and it yeah feels good. and i think that like the fire is one of the oldest clubs but still only like 20 what six years old like um so it's not really that old and I feel like you have to have these fallow periods to really have a history, you know. And yeah. think for everyone who is a fan through this abysmal period, think how great it's going to be when we win what will be then called the Ultra Leagues MLS. Um, I'll hit Apple cup. Google. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, don't fold the fire. Just freaking fire the, the sporting director and get some good players to surround a DP and. Let's get a stadium. That's what mm. I say. Even though you and I both bought seats for Soldier Field next year. Yeah. Soldier Field gets a lot of hate. I don't I don't Why do people it. hate it? I think as a lot of games it's just empty. Oh. The food choices aren't great. They're expensive. Yeah. I'm, that's location though. It's I always dynamite. Thought that's just that's just stadiums location. in America is just expensive food that a is lot of the only new, okay. new stadiums and even MLS have really good food choices really? and things. Yeah, it's much, much better. I wish I didn't know that. Well, you don't. You did. Just pretend you were Maria from a few seconds ago. <laughs> and if you want to improve your mood more, look at this standing. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can gloat about this. Yeah, what's going on here? <gasps> Leeds United is winning games. <laughs> They're winning games. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. It's actually, um, I know in the past I've said things that, that winning isn't everything. Um, but it's a pretty great thing. Oh, my tummy feels so warm. It feels so nice. It's like, it's, it is fun. It's, you know, what's fun. It's fun to watch the players play, um, confidently Mm -hmm. and, um, 
like celebrate and the fans celebrating that's what's that's what's fun about it that and just like winning is fun um and no one being like what's gonna happen yeah yeah and everyone just kind of like the like the team's really starting to gel some of the new players Mm -hmm. are finding their feet um i I still get anxious whenever bamford comes on the field because he did miss a penalty on wednesday that resulted maybe even the championship is too much I, the the poor man has the yips. Oh, he's got the, the yips. yips. Yeah, oh, I so. think it's the hair. He well, he had the long hair, and then he shaved his head. Oh, see, I've been. He needs fun. to find something in the middle. Oh, just normal hair. Just hair. <laughs> <laughs> the right balance. I. I Maybe mean, he should change his name to Ford Bam. Patrick Ford Bam. That could work. Ford Bam Pat, strikes again. Patty Ford Bam. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, it's exciting. And I think this year in the championship, the top teams are really, they seem like on a different level. And it seems like the level of investment in them is higher than years past. What like Leicester's just rolling like they were still in the Premier League. They're mm-hmm. like not even considering staying. Um, they retained a lot of their players, didn't they? Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. The payrolls have stayed high. Oh, in that's what you mean. Teams. Okay. Um, anyway, so that's exciting. Anything you want to mention about the Premier League? I find without leads there, I'm not following not as following? closely. I'm following, but like not as um, intensely. Like I follow, I'm getting worried about um, Forrest. Oh, well, we watch um, Forrest. Jeremy follows Forrest, yeah. right? So we watch Forrest usually and it's still fun. Yeah. It's not painful yet. Although, to, I mean, they played Liverpool and they lost, but it's Liverpool who's right. playing in pretty good form right now, right? I don't know. I haven't. Well, it's always those. decent. Yeah. I just feel bad when Matty Turner gives up three goals. Oh, he had some good saves. Yeah. He's even good. though he let two in, he had some good saves. I just don't want to see another American on the on the relegation bubble. Oh, that's what hurts. Yeah. There are other Americans who aren't? <laughs> Question mark? Well, who are they? I mean, uh, like. Matt. Pulisic's in, in Italy now. Uh-huh. We have... Um, Adams went to Bournemouth, which Fulham, is... Fulham, you know, but they're not doing great either. Isn't Tim Ream out with his injury? With his broken arm, or does he have another injury? I thought he broke his arm. No, he's back from is that. He... Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, just mend it up right away. You, oh, I guess it was a arm, long... Yeah. Arms aren't long. really important. <laughs> you don't need an arm. I should... <laughs> I'll double check while we talk here. And... Um, I know it was the Manchester Derby today. It was. But it was really one-sided. It was. Um, I don't I don't know. You know, there was a very short-lived United renaissance. I think it's kind of over, it seems like. That's sad. I don't know that Ten Hag's going to make the season. What do you think? I don't know. I'm not part of that conversation. Okay. <laughs> but um, I, I do enjoy the part of the season where all the managers get fired. I don't know. There's something very reality TV about managers fired part of the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen. We should start a reality TV show and call it The Sack. <laughs> the Sack. Well, anyway, um, no, the, the, the arm is, is mended. Oh, okay. Um, what else? It's still, I feel like it's still kind of, I know it's not that early, but it's still early enough where like Tottenham being top of the league and like, that's been fun to watch. That's fun, but I, th- I still feel like it's like, I feel like Pep and City, like after the, the holiday break, are like, okay, now we play 
even more seriously and then everything gets settled out. So I feel mm. like I don't take it too seriously at this stage. It is cool to see and I it, it, I feel bad for Harry Kane, but it's almost maybe because he left. Well, they had to change a lot of things because he left. Yeah. And if they change... Restructured it. Like yeah. things aren't working and then they have to make a change and then they still have talent there, then they don't have to build a team around one man anymore. Yeah, that's good. And he's doing just fine at Bayern, so... For a while uh, there he wasn't, but... Oh, right. we're not talking about it for a while. Um, this is not a periodic table. This is the bracket for Major League Soccer. Soccer! Playoff schedule. And you may be asking yourself, why does it look so strange? Well, this year, I think in anticipation of Messi being in these said playoffs, uh, MLS 1 added a wild card game. Because oh. that's common around... World football, right? Wild card games. Wild card is a common term that's oh, yeah. used globally. Oh, yeah. It's just tied up there with football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. uh, footy, wild card, red card. <laughs> Wait, what if they had a yellow card, a red card, and a wild card? <laughs> and like, you can do whatever you want in the next three minutes. Oh, no. He's pulled out the wild card. <laughs> Someone's going to emergency. Oh, no. no. Tim Ream is building a house in the middle of the field. <laughs> And he would be a good carpenter, I bet, too. He looks like he'd be a good carpenter. Yeah, he looks like he was a carpenter. Looks like he could swing an axe. And after the wild card round, um, there is... This is the controversial part. Round one of the playoffs is a three-game series where it's home, away home for for the team with the higher seed. So it guarantees even the lower seed gets one away game, and it's a best of three. Um... And and then it switches back to knockout for semifinal, conference final, and then MLS Cup. And a lot of people are asking, what is this? Why is this? Isn't the whole point of it like a group or like a that type of round? That's like the preseason. That's a pre-playoff season. It's supposed to be that type of thing, right? Like, I I think the rationale of the league is one more games, more games to broadcast because. Playoffs are definitely the highest rated. And I have to say, I watched the first um, the first two uh, uh, best of three games yesterday, which was LAFC, Vancouver, and... Um, oh, I think that was... Oh, yeah, and Philadelphia, New England. And there wasn't that urgency. I think once one team kind of finally did get ahead, there was almost a sense of like, we're going to wait it out. The Vancouver LAFC first half was pretty good, but it didn't have that that feeling. Mm. Um, and so I, I wonder, they are introducing the same as the League's Cup where there's no extra time. It's just straight to penalty kicks, okay. so that's exciting. But I think the League also did it because they want... The theory is over three games, the better team's going to progress. And they didn't like how a team would work all season to be one of the top teams and they get knocked out first round of the playoffs mm. and they want the best teams in the final. I guess that makes sense. And in uh, that sense, it's kind of fair that way. The confusing thing is it's not consistent. So it goes from single game knockout to three game to single. Maybe if you want to be like the NBA, just do three games all the way across. Um, then it would go forever. I don't know. I think, I think the playoff structure is tough because... It just doesn't lend itself to American style. And I think they had it pretty good. Single game playoff. Playoffs last year were very exciting. The MLS playoffs. It was actually fun. Yeah. Um, Here's 
I th- I think, and if I can remember back, I do remember feeling like the in the late stages of the playoffs last season, the teams were a little bit like bunkered down, a little bit reserved. Mm-hmm. And I remember not feeling that same way in the League's Cup. And I think the thing oh. that solved it was that there was no extra time. Yeah, so that could be a really benefit to this. I don't know. Maybe that. I also think the League's Cup had the benefit of there was nothing really at stake. Yeah. Knowing that like we can just go out and go for it. Yeah. And our position in the league is still fine. And no one knew what it was. I think next year you're going to see a lot cagier mm-hmm. approaches because I think people are looking forward to it. And I think already that tournament has some more weight like that trophy actually means something now i think i think it helps when when messi lifts the first one but one of the teams in a few years who may be in this complicated system um or whatever system they have that point is san diego fc san diego Um, and a couple weeks back san diego um, and they released, as many new MLS teams do every year, there's new MLS teams. They did a big brand release. And this is their shield, their badge. Um, and it is meant to represent a lot of different things. Um, the city of San Diego, obviously, not just by the name, but the colors chrome and azul on the outside, the chrome on the inside, the idea of the flow. And then colors of the community, which I guess are uh, also tied in with the azul. Um, but outside, it's the idea of all these groups coming together. And then there's the shield. And then apparently, I've, I haven't been to San Diego, but judging by this badge, the entire city is made of chrome. Is that correct? I, I also haven't been to San Diego, but I hear a lot about the chrome. <laughs> it must be just chrome top to bottom. Just yeah. like a bunch of like uh, Terminators walking around like, yeah, they shot Terminator in San Diego. Yeah, it was just that live action, yeah. I think. Because cause that's really the only reason why you would have this much chrome <laughs> gradient. Oh my God. I think... Um, yeah, what, this, are your, what are your thoughts this on this? would be a great crest for Detroit FC. Oh, yeah. It does look a lot. And I've heard that it looks like a, a hood ornament. Yeah, it looks like a hood ornament. It looks like... That kind of looks like a tire, the flow shape, whatever. Yeah. Whatever that is. I don't really understand. <laughs> the flow. The it looks to me like a tire-shaped hood ornament, and um, I don't get the chill. I don't. This doesn't evoke San Diego for me. No, it's hard edge. It's 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 it seems dated. Like it seems like a very '90s thing or like early 2000s. And a lot of people have also been comparing it to. Um, you're not as familiar with these, but when you have Apple an Apple Watch and you get a little virtual activity badge that look almost exactly like these jeremy said Um, no go back jeremy said that the uh colorful ring around the outside looks like this badge uploaded a story to instagram (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it's it's it is unfortunate especially because if you consider um in san diego you have the wave Mm -hmm. the 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 league winning NWSL team that regularly sells out their stadium uh-huh. and love it or hate it. This is San Diego, this badge. I mean, it is, it's like, I'm not crazy about the illustrative style, but it evokes a sense of place. It is. It's distinctive. You couldn't put that anywhere else. And then also, um, the FC San Diego FC is, 
is replacing um, a, a lower-level team they currently have, San Diego Loyal, which actually has a pretty strong following. It's a very popular mm-hmm. team, but they're going away. Um, and also, that is another crest that, to me, feels very San, like San Diego or West. It's kind of unique. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It's identifiable. It has I water see. in it. It has water in it. This guy. It looks like <laughs> something out of California. Yeah. So it's interesting that they would um, it, then come to this. And we're not the only ones who have really had this thought. Um, these are just some some threads posts from different reactions. Like, I love how can you, um, Thomas Hewitt writes, how can you justify putting that much gradient in a badge in 2023? <laughs> I agree. Graham Ruffin, who actually is a commentator on the Total Soccer Show, says, prediction, this isn't the Crest San Diego FC will start to play with as an MLS club. I agree. I think it's going to be another MLS special. Like, we heard you. We listened to you. Um, And uh, Manuveth, I don't know. Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. Imagine going from the the loyal to whatever the San Diego thing is. Honestly, it's like a car brand and a sheriff badge and an ugly baby. and then San Diego Wave is Barbie's Dream House. San Diego FC is Mojo Dojo Casa House. It's true. This, I feel just um, it's aggressive by the patriarchy in an ugly way. Story. Yeah, and that's made worse that it wasn't the only misstep the team made this week, where it was announced that for next season, uh, when the when they debut, they are getting priority of schedule. Over the wave. It's not a good look. Now, the wave is they won the league in NWSL, highest attendance records. Mm -hmm. They are selling out Snapdragon. They have that establishment. To come in and now in that community saying, okay, this women's team, they have to work around us because here we come with this badge. I wonder if it it speaks to maybe an overall broader issue with the club. But I think it's two big missteps and, and two mm-hmm. that they should really walk back. Um, and I think it's just, it's kind of embarrassing for the league as well. I feel like yeah. for MLS, it's um, a bad a bad look. I read up on it a little bit. It seems like um, San Diego FC and the MLS's agreement with Snapdragon, uh, like the expectation they would have priority scheduling over NWSL mm-hmm. predated and WSL's agreement with the stadium or the Waves agreement okay. with the stadium. That's at least I, I skimmed. That's yeah. what I got from it. Um, however, who could have predicted that the Wave is selling out the stadium? Yeah. and It's a phenomenon. Yeah. And um, who knows if San Diego FC will. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. They, it, we'll see. And I think even if that was a pre-agreement, I think there needs to be an awareness of the moment. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you have to think about the headline when things happen. Yeah. So I was wondering, you know, this, this crest, like so many now, especially in MLS, they really promoted, like we had 18 billion focus groups, 45 meetings, 6,000 individual. So they're really oh. selling the idea that it was designed by committee. And I was interesting. Like, what if we, what if we did, what if we came up with a new crest for them? taking some of what their proposed uh, main elements were and just threw it into uh, the new Dolly 3 image generator tied into chat. I GPT. suppose that AI is kind of designed by committee because it's a 
culmination of it's a bunch of things. all of the intelligences. Yes. Of so humankind. what I what I did is I went in and I asked, "Can you create a soccer badge for a team that plays in San Diego, who refers to themselves as a football club that um, wants to represent the community, um, the idea of flow, <laughs> the concept of flow, and then also." Um, uh, and and should reflect some of the more popular uh, crest designs in the league, like LAFC or Atlanta United. And so, first thing, Chat GPT took that, and then they said, "Okay, here's we heard what you said. Here's what we think we're going to put the design badge on. So, shape and color. It's a shield shape. Um, reflect contemporary nature of MLS, and it's uh, represents strength, unity, and defense." Okay, the colors, the primary colors are navy blue and gold, representing the Pacific Ocean and sun-soaked beaches of San Diego. Now, this is all AI doing this. These colors also convey pride and prestige. Secondary colors include white and a hint of green, symbolizing purity, hope, and the city's lush parks and green spaces. So already winning, I would say. Hmm. Because, you know, not chrome and um, blades. <laughs> central central symbol a stylized sun rises over waves illustrating san diego's coastal location the sun has multiple rays that extend outward symbolizing the spreading influence and reach of the club below the sun and waves a silhouette of san diego's iconic skyline including buildings like the coronado bridge serve as a backdrop flow and movement the waves under the sun are designed with smooth curves and gradient colors representing the idea of flow yada yada yeah Community elements and circling the bottom half of the crest is a pair of hands, fingers interlaced, symbolizing community, unity, and mutual support. Team name and motto at the top of the crest, San Diego FC, is written in bold modern typography. And then underneath, it says pride, unity, and flow. And the finishing touches. The shield is outlined in gold, giving it a polished and prestigious look. And to incorporate elements from successful almost designs, the crest maintains a balance between minimalism and detailed symbolism. It avoids excessive ornamentation and instead focuses on strong recognizable symbols that resonate with the local community. So thoughts. So remember what I put in was just make a crest for San Diego mm -hmm. with these things. And this is what it came back with. Mm -hmm. Wonderful research assistant. Not, not, not bad. Yeah. I feel like if you're trying to market these things now, this is the first one that came out from that description, a little AI. Yes. I would say it's got a little, it's got a lot. It's got that kind of AI utopian dystopian uh what sense of well everything balance. i know is an ai is very symmetrical yeah so it's, it's totally symmetrical um gradients are big um and it has like a cartoonish yeah everything's a little, a little like round and cartoony and and like just so but then what i did and i found this perfect. interesting is is then you could go back and say, okay, good job, AI. I see what you're doing. Why don't we try to, to you know, make it a little more minimal and mm. a little more just the key elements. And then it came back with this. So now it's just the hands under the water and the city and the sun. Um, it's better. And they have pride, unity, flow on there. Yes. Pride, <laughs> unity, flow. And I love how it just came up with some dates randomly. Five. Nin 1956, five, five. Five out of five. <laughs> five we give ourselves five stars. And there actually are three stars, but it's there. And but I was saying, you know, it's maybe too much. Maybe lose the sun and the skyline, and, and we try to incorporate just the elements of wave and community and soccer. And then it came back with this one. Interesting, right? The the pride unity flow seems 
but it's getting there. And uh -huh. then I asked for one more round of um, revisions, um, kind of cleaning it up and focus. And we got to this. Now, I don't, I wouldn't say this is perfect, but I'm saying if you were like coming up with something, this would bring you like, in my mind, like 80% there. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. could do some, some tweaks on the color. You could then think, imagine how it looks mm -hmm. stitched and things like that. But I actually found this surprisingly decent. I think, I think what it is, is in comparison to the actual one, the mm. actual one's so bad and, or, or like just so not what it, and so on San Diego. Yeah. And so like not there, but this one feels so much closer to what it should be. But I also, think, I, th I think AI as like a sketch generation tool, mm -hmm. like like a, a bit of a shortcut to save time in the sketching process for design, because designers typically put out just Absolutely. hours and hours worth of work sketching terrible sketches before they get to their first idea that is viable. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's kind of... It's I, I agree. I think tool. it's an interesting... It's an interesting f tool to really work through a lot of ideas first, because then, like I said, you could take this and then start to tweak and build off of it. And what's interesting is it even gave me some insight, maybe what they're trying to do with that saw blade, because in the AI version, it's real clear of waves into a soccer ball into hands, mm -hmm. where maybe that flow idea is it, but it looks so much like a blade. It's just like... Yeah, it, it is aggressive. But I think it, it says something, there's something else is all of this committee input and design. I know that's just put out there for marketing to like cover, say we ask people, but mm -hmm. I do think it. if you have too many people in the room, you're going to end off, off base because you're trying to appease. And even though it is like silly, like here's what um, Dolly 3 can do and ha ha yeah. in your face, but it shows with just one person kind of adapting you can get something more distinctive and more unique uh -huh. um and it also kind of uh, it points to maybe that's it's it's just an issue with design and approach there should be some trust with individual level more i think so too i think people need to be more comfortable saying you know what maybe i have a huge stake in this team but i don't actually care what the final design looks like because my taste doesn't matter here because i'm not a design expert i am an owner of a football club or something yeah. like that or like i'm just the coo i'm just the yeah that's not my role whatever, yeah. just, the other conspiracy theory is always the old mls intentionally released a bad design <laughs> so people love the next design i believe no matter it what. <laughs> I believe so it. we can see that um, one design that is doing very well from mls is that of Lionel Messi's Miami kit. There was a story in the New York Times about the the prevalence of that kit around the world. It's like the top selling uh, jersey in the world, which is crazy for an MLS team. Someone online was like, "Yeah, but Messi's jerseys always sell well." Well, that's the point. But now it happens to be MLS. It's yeah. kind of a big deal. You've never seen an MLS kit abroad ever. But you have. until now. <laughs> until now. Oh my goodness. What are we looking at here? We're looking at um, like a plaza in kind of the downtown -y area of Stockholm. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't, it was cold. It was like fall weather, 50, under 50 degrees. So like there's not a lot happening in terms of like vendors outside. You okay. know, could typically, I don't, if you go around um, traveling in 
in types of places where there's markets and whatnot, you'll always see like counterfeit jersey stalls. When I saw that pink. <laughs> so this is a, this market saw is full of all the top players from around the world. Oh, all yeah. knockoff. These look like knockoff kits. Yeah, they're knockoff kits. But it's the top players. So like. I imagine there's a Holland in there. Yeah, you always when, there's an Argentina Messi. Whenever in there. you see these around, you see you see like Argentina, you see City, you yeah. see Chelsea, you see Liverpool, Ronaldo. you see yeah. like Ronaldo's kits, you see Barcelona, right. all, Champions League teams, or like World Cup winners. And then there's the number ten Messi pink jersey. Well, they have the black and pink. They one. do, but yeah. the pink sticks out like <laughs> like a like a highlighter. Um, somehow against all these highlighter colored kits but it's top left corner and it's just there and i was like oh my goodness <laughs> the times have changed <laughs> never and, in my life <laughs> have i seen anything of this kind well the, and the times article talks about how now it's regular to see kids in england running around with these and i i as an mls fan i'm it's perplexing because it's great on the one hand, but this is the second to last team exactly. in the East. Yeah. Like they had that great leagues cup run, but they in league play, they really haven't well, done Well, partially because of his injury. Yeah, you know, his injury, international duty. He was hardly here. Yeah. Um, but it's just insane. Yeah. And it also points to the fact that I believe he's getting a percentage of all his jersey sales. So he well, this, a, he's not getting a cut of this one. No, but that he's is... doing fine. That's not the only thing you got mm-hmm. or saw. And, and and I asked you, because I'm a fan of Malmo. Malmier. The, the Malmuse. I learned how to pronounce Malmue. that in the train station. Malmier FC. Malmier. <laughs> all of their design. And I asked for something. Yes. And, and the only thing you could find was was, was not from the, the soccer club, but from the candy stand. Being of a Dutch background, mm-hmm. both you and I like. Yeah, I know your salt, fondness for salt licorice. Salt licorice. And, and this is not just normal salt licorice. This is, is extra this? salty salt licorice. With a sour. No, this isn't sour. Oh, really? No. I got myself a sour one. Okay. But these are just regular. I'm giving you one. Okay. <laughs> so extra salt. You can so see it. anyone listening, I, I we have to remember to explain things to our, our yes. listeners. It looks like a, um, do- uh, like a, a pet food pellet shape, uh-huh. a little cylinder, for a covered large dog. with salt. Black and um, I'm going to. We're going to. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that is that first kick. Full on licked a salt lick. You know, it basically is, and it's extra fine salt too on the outside. Yeah, and then the inside is salty as well. But it was like, oh my god. Mm. But I got you something else too. Why is that good? Because <laughs> most is. people. Are, oh, you got me something I got else you as something well. Something else. I got you this very special soccer badge. <laughs> AI is making magnets in Sweden. <laughs> I picked that up for you at um in the Arctic Circle. Oh my gosh! So it's a um, <laughs> it is a moose whose bones have been removed and is somehow still he's standing like, up. He's on two feet playing. And soccer. he's he's playing soccer, and it looks like what the goal is just across Sweden's boundary because <laughs> there's the a line. The, the, I guess the outside the goal box, and then to the right of it just says Sweden. <laughs> so he's an immigrating moose playing soccer. <laughs> what you don't know, realize is that that was taken from a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> the moose do that up there. Oh, that's amazing. Actually, I, we were in Norway and I did see some Norwegian kids playing football. Oh, really? Yeah, in a fjord. 
Oh my gosh. I know. That sounds amazing. It was amazing. Against a moose. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have like perfect teeth and just really healthy? I didn't get too close. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm going to uh, post this week a little bit more about that, that AI experiment and some other things. Uh, so look out for that. We have the MLS playoffs tonight. Any predictions? Are you following any of the teams? Um, well, it started while I was gone still. Yeah. So uh, who's playing tonight? It is- well, the big one tonight is uh, St. Louis and Kansas City. St. Louis, our good friends in St. Louis have a soft spot um, for the Florida League guys. Florida Noise, excuse me. The Florida Noise yeah. guys and girls. And um, they... We spoke to them at the beginning of the season, and even they were like, this won't last. Yeah. They ended up winning the West, and so now they're going to have home field advantage. The uh, City Park is going to be bumping against their arch rivals from across the state, uh, Kansas, uh, Sporting Kansas sporting City. Sporting Kansas City. Don't, to be called sporting, shouldn't you be like a full sporting club that has like... I don't baskets? know. To be inter-Miami, shouldn't there be... Well, they are technically international because their team is full of uh, international players. They derived it from... No, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Let's go back to like fire type names, you know? <laughs> yeah. It should be and like... Fire a, and wave. It should and... be the fried ravioli, St. Oh. Louis, the arches. The St. Louis arches. Yeah. The St. Louis City Museums. The St. Louis... The St. Louis's. The Louisians. The St. Louis and Clarkians. Oh, the Louis. Anyway, that's an exciting one. That's the uh, game at the end of the evening. Uh, let's see. What else? I'll, I'll pull that back up here. You know, it's hard to say at the beginning of the league, but the game I'm definitely watching tonight is St. Louis. And, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say they win the whole thing. They're going to win MLS Cup. I would love to see St. that. Louis. And then we'll have a Florida Noise back on. I would love to see um, St. Louis win over like LA because it, part of the fun thing about MLS is that for the most part, it is still really like... There's parody. Right? Anything else you're looking forward to this week? You said Leeds, Ipswich. That's exciting. Yeah, so that's they exciting can have for a me. Competition a little, a little so competition because yeah. there's it's been a cakewalk. So mm-hmm. um, that and... Uh yeah, that'll be exciting. Also look forward to watching MLS playoffs. It'll yeah. also be fun. All right. Um and we also um some big design things coming up for the Footy Museum that we're going to finalize this week and um exciting talks with different groups um for our first exhibition which will be available for institutions to rent starting in March, and it will be uh, being shipped out a year from now. So exciting. It is very exciting. It is a good time to be in the hallowed halls of the The Futa Museum. Museum. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will see you, and um, you will hear us. Actually, you will see us and hear us next week. We won't see or hear any of you, (laughs) both of you, unless you're Maria. Bye, Mom and Dad. (laughs) Okay. Goodbye.